Well, hey there, welcome to the show. Today, I have such an important topic, and this is something that most of us would prefer not to think about or talk about, and yet the majority of the population suffers from it occasionally, and it keeps us from creating and living the life that we dream of having. So I'm talking about procrastination, and the great news is if you're aware of it, really recognize it, we can deal with it and move through it. So hang in there with me. Welcome to The Inspired Way, the podcast and leaders community for heart-centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, CJ Rivard. With over 25 years in executive leadership, I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques to help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life. Join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts I interview to help you create aligned success. Visit theinspiredwave.com for more free resources and information. Now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose. And I'm so excited you're here. So you've probably heard me talk quite a bit about aligned action. You know, it's really important to create those big visions and goals to be able to not just stay busy, but take aligned action. The problem is sometimes procrastination comes up and it can and will prevent us from accomplishing what we really want in life. The sneaky thing, you know, you might think, oh, I only procrastinate that thing over there. But it can become a habit and it'll sneak up on you and you don't even recognize you're doing it. More people suffer from this occasionally than you would think. In one workforce study, 88% of the people responding self-identified as procrastinating at least an hour a day. Now, think about the ramifications of that. If they say at least an hour a day, it's probably more like at least two. What does that add up to over the week? And what's it add up to over the year? Maybe it's not all in the workplace. Maybe some of it's on the home front, but that adds up. It has massive repercussions on our productivity and creating the life or business or career that we dream of having. So the big question is, why do we procrastinate? And the definition of procrastinating is the act of delaying or postponing a task. Now, in an earlier episode, I talked about how there are two primary things that may cause us to procrastinate. And we'll link that show in the show notes. It's a short one. But I talked about how fear sometimes comes up and we don't always identify it as fear, but it's in there somewhere. Or it's a lack of motivation. We just don't want to do it. And so we struggle with doing something because we rely on motivation to get it done, which is a broken strategy. You may have heard me talk about that before as well. Motivation is limited. So if you're relying on it, it's going to let you down now and then. The other thing 
that comes to mind that can cause this is an inability to delay gratification. You may have heard talk about how our society has become more and more focused or used to having instant gratification with all the bells and whistles on our phones and you can access so much immediately. We all jump when our cell phone goes off. We like instant gratification. And so frequently there is, whether it's an inability or a lack of desire to prolong the gratification to take longer to do something. We'd rather sit and scroll on social media or watch a television program or play a game than spend some focused time trying to dig through a project that's going to take a little while. So psychologists talk about two types of procrastination, two primary types. And if you fall into the second, you probably don't even recognize you're doing it. So there is active and passive. And if you are an active procrastinator, then you recognize it. You may be someone like I was in college who says, oh, you know, I work better under pressure. So I'm just going to put that off till the last possible minute, which I don't recommend doing, but I've been there. So you know you're doing it anyway. But if you're a passive procrastinator, you may not recognize it as procrastination. Maybe you really struggle with decision-making or how to put something into action. Like you have an idea, but you're not implementing it. That's all choice. And what you're really doing is procrastinating. And you want to look at what's causing it. If it's something that you really wanted to accomplish or need to accomplish by a particular time. So I'm a little bit of personality and behavior style geek. I use a DISC assessment frequently with my clients to help them understand their behavior and personality style, communication style, and what motivates them on a deeper level. And if you've heard of DISC, it's a simple framework that divvies personality styles up into four basic categories. But then, of course, all of us have different variations of the four categories. But let me know if you recognize yourself in any of these styles of procrastination that I want to outline for you. The first style is the perfectionist. And if you value perfection, you may put off doing something because you feel like you don't have the time or the skills to make it perfect, to do it justice. Or maybe you fear putting it out because it won't be perfect. If you're what we call a C personality style, you're probably very analytical and you really value things being done 100% correctly or perfectly. And so that can come up as a challenge and a fear for you that it won't be perfect. But this can show up as procrastination and not actually doing something that needs getting done and putting it out there because of your perfectionist tendencies. So look out for that. The next style is what's called a dreamer. 
And if you're someone with a lot of creative ideas, and this actually is my style, I'm what's known as an I personality style. You're maybe very outgoing and friendly. You like to relate to people. You're a big picture thinker, very creative. And because of all of that, you struggle with details. And because of that, you may struggle with figuring out how to implement something. Now, this is a good example of why it's important to recognize your weaknesses or challenge areas and to have additional team members that you're able to delegate to or, you know, share the load because your strength may not be the detail implementing and follow through. So it takes many different styles to make up a really good, well-rounded team And you don't have to be good at everything, but you do have to recognize when you're falling short in a particular area, like implementing, and when it's procrastinating, and figure out how to minimize that shortcoming by either putting yourself on a system and a schedule to make it happen or getting some help. The next procrastination style is called a defier. And if you're someone who likes control or to take a lead on things, this is known as what we call a D personality style. Frequently, leaders are D styles. They're very decisive, results-oriented. They like to get things done, and they like to be in control. And if this is you, you may procrastinate doing something that wasn't your idea because you don't like being told what to do. I had to laugh when I was thinking about talking about this because I recognize all of my children growing up in this bucket. If it was their idea to clean their room, they'd do a brilliant job. But if it was my idea, they were defiers and they would procrastinate for an unknown amount of time until they couldn't anymore because it wasn't their idea and they didn't like to be told what to do. Let me know if you know any people like this or family members like this. The next style is a worrier. And if you're someone who doesn't like change, now, as an example, the S-style personality, which is a majority of the population, 69% of us are an S-style And these personalities are known for really liking stability, security, and, you know, staying with what we're comfortable with because we know it. So if there's change coming around, you may procrastinate, not because you're defiant, but because you worry about the unknown outcome. And again, you need to recognize this about your personality and work with your team or the people around you if the change has to happen and put some structure in place to help you through this. Another procrastination style is the crisis maker. This was me in college. If you like to work under pressure because it's more motivating, you may put things off till the last minute. The problem with that is sometimes we don't fully recognize how much time something's going to take, frequently in my case, and so you don't allocate enough time to it. And what ends up happening is you don't produce the best results. 
you may get it done, but you're scrambled, you're stressed, and it's not as good as it could have been because you didn't schedule or pace it out and you left it till the last minute. So that's a crisis maker. And the last style I wanted to comment on is what you might consider a people pleaser. If you struggle with boundaries or saying no, because you don't, you know, you want to be helpful and you don't want to let anybody down, you may end up with too much on your plate. So then you get into overwhelm and you can't do it all. And so you've got to procrastinate on something because you've overcommitted and perhaps those things that weren't your priority to begin with are what are getting procrastinated rather just being firm and saying you couldn't do it. So that's another challenge that you might recognize. So the good news is it doesn't matter really what is causing or underlying any of these forms of procrastination. There are some basic tools or strategies that can help you work through it once you've recognized that it's an issue. So the first strategy is to recognize if under the procrastination, there is a fear or a limiting belief. Now, remember, these may not always be in your conscious awareness, but if you really dig, there may be something underlying your procrastination that is a fear of some kind. And I help clients deal with this with energy alignment to release those hidden fears and limiting beliefs that may be keeping you stuck. But you have to recognize that there may be a problem there so we can deal with it. The second thing you can do is manage your time and the distractions. So we know that if something gets scheduled, put it on your calendar, it's more likely to get done. And then if it's something that you're not quote unquote motivated to do, you need to really manage your distractions. So turn off the bells and whistles on the phone and the computer, lock your door so nobody's walking in on you and really manage the distractions so you can put your head down and get it done as you scheduled and told yourself you were going to do. The other thing that might help you if you're challenged with something that just feels really big and overwhelming and so you're putting it off, maybe you don't know how to get started, is to look at the big project and then pull back and try and chunk it down to just one small step. Almost everything can be broken down. And you know that saying, you just eat an elephant one little bite at a time. If you can find the smallest little step that you can take first or the smallest couple of little steps and you can chunk those off, you may find that as you move along, you'll become more motivated to keep going because all of a sudden you realize it's not as big and as overwhelming as you were feeling because you see yourself making progress. And that's a great strategy if you're feeling overwhelmed. So try it and let me know how it goes for you. So just to kind of recap on all of this, because we've covered a lot. Oh, and 
sorry, the one other thing I wanted to mention, recognize what does motivate you, what kind of rewards, because every behavior has a reward behind it. It could be moving away from pain or you're moving toward pleasure. And anything we're procrastinating, the problem with this is it's taking up our energy and our bandwidth. Even if you're not paying attention to it, it's hanging over you. And so you want to clear that out. At least, even if you haven't done it yet, get it on your schedule so it's not weighing on you as something that you're putting off and procrastinating and you know you have to do it, but you aren't doing it. That is really going to slow you down and keep you out of momentum. So be aware, schedule, and then think about what the reward is. Are you moving away from the pain of just having it hanging over you? Or is there a reward that would motivate you that you're moving toward? It doesn't necessarily have to be something big. You know you and, you know, just make it unique and something that works for you. But keep that in mind as you're trying to get yourself out of procrastination. It can be very helpful. So just to recap, in order to create or get yourself up to that next level that you want to create, that thing that's not in your current reality yet, that vision you have, you have to kick procrastination to the curb because it is going to weigh you down and it's going to keep you out of aligned action. So you want to recognize what's causing it and then develop some strategies or tools to get you into action. And if you need a little extra help with this, I encourage you to reach out to me for some one-on-one support because there is nothing wrong with wanting or needing support. It's strong women that recognize that they can go further faster when they ask for help. So recognize where you need it and put the structure or the rewards or the assistance in place so you can get back into flow and momentum. And as always, I really appreciate you tuning in today. So thank you for being with me. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn how to create more momentum towards your goals and a bigger impact in the lives around you, be sure to sign up for our next free Aligned Success Blueprint Masterclass. You'll find the link in the show notes and at theinspiredwave.com.